Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Pod. I'm joined today by my good friend Connor Adam, uh, one of the OG One Piece theorists when it comes to my life. Little flashback, which I feel like anytime we talk about One Piece, I have to talk about the fact that when the pandemic started, that's when I caught up. Anyways, 2020, the pandemic starts, got nothing going on. I catch up. I fly through the first like 500 episodes, and that's when I had a phone call with your brother Connor, and you so happen to be hanging around and oh hey connor gabe's catch, catching up in one piece and you a two-minute conversation with your brother turned into like an hour-long unrecorded podcast basically because we went yeah. on and on about one piece theories the last and, episode right and today we're doing one piece theories we're doing one piece mysteries that's basically what this episode will be but anyways connor by the way i like your jotaro hat Connor's walk, uh, rocking a Jotaro hat right now. He's in, to, he just showed me a bunch of me. Jojo art books. I'm very jealous. Uh, he's he's heavily heavy duty. Into, once you read Jojo, once you start taking in Jojo, you don't just watch it like a normal show or read it. You Definitely you, not. You just get consumed by it. And obviously with that hat, I can tell he's been consumed by it. And we were talking about part three. You said you weren't a fan, but the ending. And, the ending made it. And you yeah. mentioned... And we don't need us. We won't spoil, but you mentioned, yeah, the ending helps, and a lot of shows don't stick the land, uh, ending. A lot of mangas don't. <laughs> stick <the ending. laughs> right. A lot of stuff today. I've been, I've been jumping into a little of a, and sounds silly to some, but I've been going down a little Dragon Ball Z rabbit hole. My first love. Definitely. I mean, it doesn't get enough credit. Those first, the f- end of Namek. First of all, Namek's fantastic. Hear me, the Cell hear Saga me is fantastic. The right, whole Frieza saga to say like saying to frieza mm-hmm. perfect like it's really good from a storytelling point like structurally for sure perfect it's it, it's it's great because the thing even though i aesthetically i love the blue saga the most i love the colors and how vibrant it looks, you know but uh storytelling wise android cell saga is nowhere near there cell legit just uh, turned into another frieza I'm just going to say, he turned into another freezer. Well, let me finish my thought before you tear it down. Okay, okay. Before it even comes out of my mouth. I was going to say the end of the Frieza saga, very climactic and top five anime moment of all time, probably to this day. I've watched a bunch of stuff better than Dragon Ball Z, but the way the Cell Saga ends is beautiful. Talk about climactic. That was perfect. Well, and the Android on... Saga, and it's brutal, and it's darker. I really like the Android Saga. I, I like season four to six, I mean. Like those, yeah. those three seasons, and then you have the three seasons, one to three, those are perfect. And then the Boo Saga is when it gets kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? We're getting goofy. Like we got kids turning into Super Saiyans. It's just. I guess, but also there's a lot more problems in the Cell Saga than people realize. Like there's a lot of stupid mistakes that could have, the Cell Saga couldn't, could be like, or like done. Like made by the writer or the characters? By the characters. Okay, like, like yeah, 17 obviously, not so like, running away, Krillin yeah. not killing 18, mm-hmm. and all these other, for like sure. Vegeta being, like everybody, everybody blames it on Vegeta for like letting yeah. him become yeah. perfect, but I blame it on Krillin more. It's like, yeah, he has a crush, but at that point, they were supposed to kill them. Hey man, so that's his being. if we're taking that as it's a mother of his kids. Not at that point. <laughs> uh, you could have switched it up. But I agree with you, and... It's definitely it has its flaws. That being said, they stuck the landing. Uh, I would say so. With but the, the father son Kamehameha at the end, that was beautiful. I, I I loved Cell, the first form of Cell. He was so much so dark yeah, and menacing. like mysterious. You didn't really know how they're gonna get rid of him. And then by the time he gets into his third form, he's just a rehash Frieza to me. Interesting. I don't know. All right. We'll definitely save this discussion for another day because this is not the title of the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. this episode, but that is something we definitely have to talk more about down the line. That's an interesting take. But yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Like all the hate it gets and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, DBC. Not by ca- obviously not casu- super. casual super, people. I could, be ta- I could be talking for 20 hours about how super is shit. <laughs> all right. To yeah, be honest. I pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, I pretend super doesn't it's exist. It's like GT, myself. but it's like but it's canon, they're still not of. making gt stuff so that's the reason why i'm mad with super it's yeah. like they're still going yeah that's another discussion for another day we will definitely but before that let me just in. throw out some credentials you know he said i'm the please OG, do please do og i think i'm probably the o- even out of his other hosts i think i've watched one piece 
the longest since I was, you know, this young and I have some proof right here. So let me show you this. This right here is the Japanese box, probably from the Baratier to Arlon. This mm -hmm. is before they had it in English. Wow. And, and before they had the Funimation. And you know what they had? To That's how I got into English, it. We had to watch the four kids one. <laughs> and this is back from 2006. And then besides that, nobody was growing up with these. And this is just how much we loved One Piece in this house. <laughs> we I, have a rubber. Oh, here arm we go. Luffy this dude's got ball. all the knickknacks with him. <laughs> this is from 2005 when I was five years old. Wow. That's how long we've been on That's an OG. One Piece. This is that Zoro in the Alabasta. Nobody got it like us. That's all I'm saying. I've been watching One Piece <laughs> since I was fucking born. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately. And to add to that, I got into One Piece because your brother let me borrow that season one voyage, whatever the Funimation the voyages, DVD, yeah. way back when. I remember it was like Thanksgiving time. I think it was like 2011 or something. And that was my first. I watched the four kids dub when I was a kid, but I was like, oh, this is kind of goofy, this and that. But that Funimation dub was my first introduction into one thing I actually taking say, the show seriously. One Piece in the West hasn't truly recovered from the four kids dub. <laughs> Even no, like even now to like such a monstrous show it is, there's still people that won't give it a chance because they view it as more of a kid show and like all this because of the censorship and the whole <laughs> one piece rap, you know, people people are kind of stuck in their ways. And that was at a time where the dub that was out for other shows like naruto and dragon ball weren't as done dirty like they just yeah. really because funimation got on to them early color of the supreme king is is radiating off of you we can hop into we we can get to the the meat and potatoes of this podcast though and Definitely. we have a bunch of theories we'll run through we'll spend uh, 30 seconds on some we'll spend maybe 15 minutes on another on others who knows you have a theory, and I remember it from that call I was referring to earlier, way back when, that we want to get to immediately. That does not spoil it. By the way, I will try to be uh, sympathetic to people who are not cut up to certain things. Connor himself is not cut up all the way in the manga. We I'm won't be not spoiling. cut up to the end of Onigashima. Yeah. I've, it's been so long, I kind of don't even remember where I left off. Right. So there won't no. be a lot of Wano talk here. I will point out, like, hey... If you aren't at this point, maybe skip ahead or skip or or listen to it later. I would whatever. say the only this will be based. This will not be a spoiler heavy podcast, though. I just want to let you guys know that. No, it. I don't know. I would say you would only have to be up to Any's lobby, maybe. Like right. You know. Yeah, but let me let's let's get to it. So, the admirals. There's yes. a character out there who we believe used to be an admiral that had they have not announced this yet. But please, I'll let you take it away. So one of the oldest theories that was a big One Piece theory back in the day that hasn't really gone away. A lot of theories have came and went because there's been stuff through the show that showed us like, oh, there's no way that that happened. You know, I forget what, but there used to be this like crazy one about Roger before Marine Ford was a thing. It was just something out it like i couldn't even remember it so one of the oldest ones is that dragon luffy's father will used to be a navy admiral because of uh the like the chinese lunar year with like mm -hmm. four quadrants i'm not really sure about that i'm trying to i sh probably should have looked this up but either way, they believe that the gist of it like a symbolism all the admirals have their own symbolism yes exactly and, and his there's one is, that hasn't been mentioned, and he kind of would line up with the rest of the admirals. Exactly. Well, it goes purple. No, not purple. Uh, blue pheasant, which is Aokiji. There's red dog, which I believe is Aokinu. And then I forget what it is for Kizaru. But then the fourth one is green dragon. Mm -hmm. So people believe for a long time that uh, because there was also uh, another thing with like Chinese folklore. That was like a, a big theory. People have believed that he was ex-admiral because of this. And I believe that it it lines up. Yellow monkey, the, by the way. Yellow monkey 
for a yellow monkey. Okay, all right, <laughs> that makes more sense for him. Yeah. So through that, I think that it's entirely possible because if there was an ex admiral like Alkiji, but Alkiji is more laid back, and I feel like he is not one to be not complacent with orders. I feel like he would follow orders and not even question. You know, unlike right other people like Dragon. I feel like Dragon, if he was an admiral. He would have more knowledge on the world government than anybody else. And that's mm-hmm. why they declared him the world's most notorious criminal. And that's why he has the biggest bounty, I, I think. Because he was an admiral and he uncovered all of their secrets. Secrets not even about like the void sentry, but just on how they operate and like yeah. what's going on with Emu Sama. You know? Right. So, like, yeah. Because Garp, his dad, so Dragon, we assume, it's it made us to believe. Monkey D. Dragon is the son of Monkey D. Garp. The yes. father of Monkey D. Luffy. Garp, Vice Admiral of the Marines, theorized to be the strongest Marine of all time. The hero of the Marines never assumed the title of Admiral because he does not want to serve directly under the Celestial Dragons. It would make sense to me that Dragon would sort of be at a e- more extreme version of that, where he did assume he's somebody with similar morals to his father, but he did assume the position under the Celestial Dragons. Well, I think he that did he did see stuff that Garp hasn't. I believe that he probably didn't even have the same outlook at, as his father at the time if he was an admiral. I feel like if he was a Navy soldier and he was brought up like how he wanted to bring up Ace and Luffy with making them strong Marine mm-hmm. like men and have that instilled in their brains, I feel like he would probably be okay with it. And then eventually he found something out that made him flip. You know? Yeah. Like, and do you I, think we know what that something is yet? Not at all. There, There is some things where, like, oh, Dragon was at the um, execution of Roger. Yes. So it's like he could have found out something about God Valley. Yes. And then that's when he snapped because there were the Celestial Dragons and their slaves there. You know? Right. So he could have found out what they were doing with their slaves over there. Mm-hmm. And he could have been mad about like he could have been mad to his father too because he's the hero of god Valley. you know he's right. the one that saved the all celestial the celestial dragons, dragons in their yes. saved yes. so he could have he could have flipped completely and that's why he left the, the marines and another to add on to your theory when luffy shows up in marine ford obviously and when we're throwing out names of arcs if you're not at marine ford then you probably shouldn't be listening to this you shouldn't this at least this part Luffy shows up to Marine Ford, challenges the three admirals. Famous scene. They all have their certain things that they say to Luffy. What is Dragon? What is Akainu refer to Luffy as? Son of Dragon. Dragon son. Yeah, yeah. So that leads. I feel like there's something. When we did the top ten uh, strongest One Piece characters podcast a while back, I had Dragon and Akainu sort of right around the same area because I feel like that fight is coming i feel like those two have history because they were both admirals at the same time yes and also i don't or know, have I some think, type of connection i think of i mean obviously it's like if you have a position of power in one piece you are powerful yourself mm-hmm. but um i don't think of dragon i mean he could be op in a sense where it's like we've seen the wind and that's probably his power but um i see him more like He's more dangerous, not in yeah, like, like I Robin. feel like he's definitely he's definitely not stronger than Roger or something, in my opinion. I agree. But um he it's more the knowledge and how he could actually if he dropped like all this information out there, which I think he isn't doing that strategically, that's the biggest weapon he has against the the world government. Yeah, I think he's dangerous. He's the world's want most wanted man because the similar reasons like Robin. Where it's the knowledge, it's it's what he knows that is a threat to the world government, and and just just like you said that, like uh, how Robin went to Dragon, and like yes. I feel like that's a correlation. Like yes. everything in One Piece is so thought out, and it's like there is there's not really any coincidence. Mm-mm. No matter how far back you look, like there's no things as coincidence. Right, uh, everything has a connection to something else. And um, I think that leads to like, sh- I don't think she probably figured out something over there, but like, uh, 
they might have gotten information from her that she didn't even like realize was big, you know? Right. Right. But yeah, Dragon being an admiral, I think is <laughs> when it is revealed, it's gonna be one of those things that's not even surprising to me, you know? Uh, because I do I feel like that theory is right on the money. Definitely. I mean, the reason why I think it's probably like I wouldn't be shocked at all too is because it's been something for so long. Like these other theories, like uh, I'll be talking about, they they just recently kind of popped up, like within probably like a five year time span. But like this. I've been hearing about this since like dragon was a thing or since mm-hmm. I can remember, like, especially since Marine Ford or around that time of post time skip. Like I've definitely heard this for a long, long time. And this is when we didn't even know dragon that much. And he, he only had like the one appearance. Right. So this is all back then. It was mainly speculation with the, uh, the thing, like I just told you, like the Chinese Lunar Year, but besides that, Ron Zoom kid, maybe get a shirt on, huh? Yeah. Is that Papa Christian? Yeah, he's out here. Nate. There he is. <laughs> is that oh, yeah. the what's, a, what's a theory from One Piece that you think is good? <laughs> is he alive? Rock is on. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get into that. But what yeah. do you think, uh, Blackbeard's rock son? Yeah, yeah. So I actually was just gonna bring up Blackbeard to move on to another theory. In Jaya, when they meet Blackbeard, it's a really interesting scene because he's presented as this noble figure, like this wise older guy who's like, follow your dreams and. The Sky Island exists and this and that. And uh, don't listen to those punks like Bellamy. Like, you guys won that fight without throwing a punch. Like, it's all good guy shit they saying. But it's one of the first times we see Luffy just not fuck with somebody for whatever reason. And then. Okay, go on. on. I was just going to say. And then they're walking around. Who was that guy? Or who was he? Obviously, Nami says that. And. They respond with, we don't know. And it's not he, it's they. So, this is a man who can consume more than one devil fruit. This is a man who never sleeps. What Mm -hmm. is the deal with Blackbeard? Why is that something that they refer to him as? By the way, everybody. We don't know anything, even in the manga now, about this. Stuff. Yeah, no. So I don't want. Oh, you're spoiler. No, this is off the top of our domes. Like this is if you. This is from Jaya on. Well, so before that, I I, I would want to say is that scene to me it symbolizes like two sides of the same coin. They're both people that would do any like people that want to follow their dreams, mm-hmm. but. It's more so Blackbeard. I feel like he symbolized the person that would do anything to to get his dream, like even like cut out his own, his own people, yeah. you know. And uh, we we all know like Luffy isn't that type of guy. He wants to earn it fair and square. But the whole personality things I've heard about Blackbeard, I I could see it be true, but also. I don't know what that would mean for his character because we've never even had that concept in one piece before of like multiple personalities, not personalities, but like souls in one person. Yeah, exactly. So, and with that, do you think big mom, if I mean, Mm. think she could rip that soul out? (laughs) Like, no, well, because I think first it's more see, the body. And this is a, uh, here we go, quick little, like, this is a quick little thing about Whole Kick Island. I'll be done saying this in, like, 15 seconds, so you can just skip ahead there. We see her soul-soul ability, and you're like, oh, shit, this is OP. She can just rip your soul out. She can just kill anybody. When we see Jinbei, like, if you're fearless, it, it's really not going to work. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think we've seen the full extent of Big Mom's abilities, 
But I don't think when it comes to Yoko's, which Blackbeard is, um, I don't think that would even be a, a possibility, regardless of how many souls or what type of soul he has. Honestly, because I think he would be scared of Big Mom. You think so? Because we saw fear in his eyes with Shanks. Oh. oh, he's different. He's, which is what, when we did the power, when we did the top 10, I'm like, yes, Blackbeard has these devil fruit abilities, but he's not really a fighter. Yeah, he beat Ace, but they just jump people. He shows yeah. up at the end of things. He's a pirate. He steals. That's how he's gotten this far. It's not, it's not the same way, um, I don't know, probably Kaido built his way up to becoming a Yonko. Yeah, definitely. Or, or Whitebeard. Um, he's definitely snuck his way into the, the four emperors. And uh, he snuck his way into the warlords, too. I was just going to say, just like everything else in his life. And he probably snuck his way onto uh, Whitebeard's crew. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw that, how he was begging him, you know? So... I the main thing that I I've heard that a lot in the whole Faye thing is you could also say that that could be like uh, one of the biggest things with the whole Faye that disproves that is that uh, the next time you directly see him he's with his crew and they get ga- gathered up and that's, that's why I initially thought him, that's why I initially you know? thought but then also. It's the only big theory I've seen with the other soul is that it's the soul of Zebek and that like he's carrying it around. But um I I don't know. It's just I don't know how that would affect him and like how it would it would affect his hockey because it's all about his soul. And if he's not the strongest soul in his body, since Rox is such a big character, how would that affect his hockey? You know? Yeah. So there, there's a lot of open-ended things that go to that. And I would mainly like to think of like Blackbeard's problem is due to his fruit and his fruit being like one of the most like, it has the weirdest properties out of all the other, like, it's like a Logia and a Paramecia at the same time. It's like, what is, it, you know, mm-hmm. like he still gets affected. Like his body hurts, like since the, the ACE fight, you know, right. we've seen that. So I think there's more, it's more to do with his body, I believe, than, okay the soul but i'm not i'm not cutting it out i'm not i'm not saying like oh that's that's not a possibility but i there's just a lot more questions that i would ask about the whole soul thing you Mm -hmm. know because i just don't know how that would affect his character in general right yeah yeah he's interesting and and we might mention him a little later i think we'll do like five more minutes of stuff that you can basically anybody where regardless of where you are in one piece can listen to and then we'll we'll get into like you got to be in the 900s event uh eventually um in a few minutes but first just real some quick ones uh quick ones hmm um uh, where is luffy's mom i mean that's a good one like what's the deal with luffy's mom i we'll, we'll have to hear about her at some point right she, I would think she would have to be. Well, here's the thing about like that. It's, I don't want Luffy to be as stroked with the shonen, like <laughs> stroke off with like all go. his moms actually. The <laughs> sick he's half, half Quincy, half Soul Reaper, half. Yeah, I don't half. want the Ichigo effect on my boy Luffy. You know, I would want her to right. be. She either died during birth because at the time, like, if you think about it, like, at our age of piracy, like, that's what would have happened, you know? Or it's, like, she's living her best life somewhere, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't really want it to be anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
don't know. Let me think of. Well, I, I've got Weevil. I, do you do you believe Weevil's the son of Whitebeard? Because I think yes. as a good twist, it would be yes. I think so too. Because I think he's introduced as like this ugly, like monster of a character, but we're gonna end up feeling very sympathetic for him. Yeah, definitely. I think it's more the mother pushing him. Right. And then um, he would find his own. Right. Uh, I got a quick one. Shanks being a bad guy. I've always okay. This so for a long time. I want to get into that in a few minutes, but I guess this doesn't really I feel like spoil the movie anything. Would give more insight. This doesn't spoil anything, but I do think there's a chance that Shanks is the final, not Blackbeard, not Emu, or potentially Emu. Who knows? But Shanks is the final person in Luffy's way to gain the One Piece. Yeah. He is the person who's sort of like the guardian of of Laugh Tale or Raftal. Because think about it like this. Like, the two big bads that we know for sure are supposed to be the endgame type people are Alkinu and Blackbeard. Those are Luffy's biggest arch enemies. You know, Blackbeard is the one that put Ace into the prison to get executed. Alkinu is the one that executed them. You know, like, yes. they are the two people that are in positions of power that are directly in his way, which is the one ahead of the Navy and pretty much the only other Yonko that he doesn't perceive to not be on his side, you know? So I feel like after those two, that's when it's going to be Shanks' time. And I also Mm -hmm. believe that there's going to be a big battle with uh, Usopp and his father. Interesting. Yeah, it has to. And 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 is in like Usopp's gonna like Usopp will need a major to his father, and his father's not gonna be like he's not gonna be phased of his mother dying because he went out mm. to see. Interesting. Some Omni Man shit. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta get to this one. I keep losing it. Um, what's a crocodile secret? Mentioned well, in everybody's been saying he's a femboy, you know. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> been saying that for since for like ten years now. Since that one little line with Ivankov in the Marine Ford, yeah. Everybody's been saying, "Oh, he's he's a girl. He's he's the <laughs> trans. You know, he changed yeah. he changed it up, but." There's also other ones where they think he is Luffy's mother, which That's is wild much. to me. And I would, I would be like, there's no way that they would uh, act that way after they dropped the information in Marineford that Dragon is right. his father. There's no way that Crocodile wouldn't switch up how he's acting towards him mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if he found that information out. So I think that's out and gone uh, that, that was like an old theory from then and that was even before like someone revealed. made that theory while they were drunk or something yeah <laughs> yeah like definitely not but um oh i got a couple i have a couple uh quick ones let's see them. what in this one i don't know if we'll ever find out what were those things at the end of thriller bark those shadowy figures the shadow thriller people? park the biggest thriller bark if you don't know and you're just because I used to listen to One Piece theories before I was even like caught up. Like it's just fun, even if you don't read it or watch yeah. it. Thriller Bark, so for those of you who don't know, it's the old, biggest ship old. in the world, basically. And it's like the size of an island. And they're on the island the whole time, and the arc ends and they leave and they pan out and they pan out. And there's these massive, like giant shadows with red eyes that are colossal. Like they're and they're also well above like in the shape of Shandorans with the wings. Did you think you they're you think they're the shape of Shandorans? Yeah, don't you? They're they're kind of in the same wing space. Like they they got the wings and they had I gotta like look them. I gotta, I gotta look, look at the image, but they kind of look like if you were doing a silhouette. Because uh, there's there's a theory about them that they're the people in the sky, and it's cast, it like casting. But that's what happened in Jaya. You see the yeah. you see the Sky Island people. Yeah. You think they would do that again? I don't know. But also it's like if they're never gonna 
They call them the Florian of- Triangle monsters, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just they're terrifying looking. Uh, if you scale them, they're like well, they're definitely the biggest thing in One Piece. Like, like, like look at this picture, dude. Yeah, definitely bigger than Zo. They, like, look at they make they make it look like a little birthday cake. Yeah, <laughs> that's whole Kick Island right there. <laughs> All right, let me see here. And then, um, Doctor Vegapunk. I think he's the last guy in One Piece, basically, where they've talked about him for so they've mentioned him so many times and he's like a living breathing character in the world and we haven't even really seen the silhouette we've seen we've seen like his jacket we've seen his jacket yeah, yeah he's that's like it. That. and yeah, he's wearing a exactly striped shirt we know nothing else about him really uh well he i think will be the connector of all these old like the old mysteries of the void century to how they're implicated into the new world with his technology. Because if you think about it, all the new, like crazy technology, every single new technology, if it's not made by Frankie is Vegapunk. Mm -hmm. Like you could probably even chalk up. I I don't know if they said this, but you probably even chalk up transponder snails to Vegapunk. Yeah. I assume. Right. So it's like he, him and Dragon are the two most mysterious uh, people, but I would say he's probably number one. What about because Emu? Emu, not really, because you know he, you know his position. Yes. You know that he's in, uh, above the Gorosei and that he is going after um, uh, Shirahoshi. Uh, and That's something else, and we'll get into... The... Let's, she's wa- let's, wait, let's wait a second. Cause I, I want he, he and Heath after episode nine hundred. Just give it, give me one second. Um, oh, blue. How will Luffy destroy Fishman Island? It's their eye, or it's not their eyes. There's a a mermaid on Fishman Island. For those of you who don't know, who can predict the future, and she's always right. She's never been wrong, right? And she predicted that Luffy's going to destroy Fishman Island. So I could see it as going towards my theory of when they destroy the Red Line, all the ocean currents could destroy the Fishman Island. But with that, I think it would be not a complete destruction of the people, but like I see him more liberating them so that they could fully take control of the rest of the seas instead of just being like, that's their one kingdom, you know? And I've always been fascinated if there are multiple other like sh- strong fishman kingdoms. Cause that's like the Ryuka or Ryuga. Yeah. Ryuga kingdom. palace or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been interested if there was more, but from what we've seen, there isn't. And they're supposed to be in all the waters, you know? So I believe it to be more of a liberation than destruction of the island, you know? Mm. Okay. All right. Um, last one. Last one before we get into, like, more heavy-duty stuff. What happened to Zoro's eye after the time skip? Fucking Mihawk chopped it off, baby. You think so? You think that's all it is? Um... I mean, I don't know. There's been times where it's like, this is a universe where people get scars, you know, like they will have scars and that's like, that stays on them. They're, they're not just magically healed, you know, like another show, like fucking Naruto, for example, like they'll get a horrific scar down the side of their body. And then it's like, yeah, brand new, <laughs> you know, like nothing happened to me. Like they'll get cut in their face, like like bleach. They'll get slashed in their face. I got a perfectly fine baby face the next episode, you know? So it's like, I, I, I do see it as uh, a thing, but also there that goes to my other theory that I was just going to get into uh, after, like you say, you're, major ones because there's a lot of things with the left eyes all right like that's a major major point in 
my other theory. If you guys don't want, if you're like worried about spoilers or anything after like episode 900, you're free to leave. All right, Connor, you can let loose. You can take off your weighted training gear. You can, <laughs> you can unleash your hockey. Okay, so there's. Let me let me get into my major theory before. So I think I might have talked about it before uh, this a little bit. That my theory for as long as I can remember, like even like telling you when I was younger, I remember saying like, I believe that the red line will be destroyed in the. I don't think. I think this is a part of the end game of one piece i don't find i don't think this is the one piece but i think this will happen i think that the red line will be destroyed because it's a it is the only thing that divides the entire world it's it's the only thing that divides it and that's the only place where the top of the top the celestial dragons live you know that is supposed to be the cream of the crop the echelon of the fucking richest people in the universe you know well in the one piece universe so i believe them getting rid of the red line will liberate the people from the the clutches of the celestial dragons not more so not the world government because i feel like there's going to be a major battle for that itself but i feel like the red line being destroyed that's that is like the symbol of i don't know the celestial dragon's dominance you know because they're thousands of thousands of thousand miles higher than everybody else that's why they believe uh, they believe every everybody else is below them because they live on heaven as they say you know so i think with that gone and the celestial dragons i think them getting rid of the celestial dragons or like uh, abolishing like that system is definitely going to happen by the end of the series. I think that there's no way that they're going to keep the celestial dragons in place. Uh, If they did, I don't, I wouldn't know why, (laughs) you know, that that, it just wouldn't make sense to me. I mean, St. Charlo in particular we're waiting for him to get the worst possible. Like, <laughs> oh my God, we're waiting for him. He needs to not run into Luffy or anybody noble. He needs to run into like a neutral character in One Piece who does not care and will ruin this guy's life. Oh, definitely. Who would be he the needs- guy to like deal with him the best? Blackbeard? Yeah, but also I feel like he would just like one tap him and be like, yeah, I'm done with you. I would yeah. want it more like somebody more vengeful, right? Yeah, jewelry, Bonnie, because she saw her, uh, like uh, his father on top of uh, Kuma, mm-hmm. and she has a lot of vengeance. There's a lot of theories that she is Kuma's mother. You know, yeah. so she's really like a really old lady. So I think that that's that could be a person to 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 get rid of them. Well, yeah, so that's one of, before you get into one of your theories that you've, like, looked up, tell me one of your, like, theories you thought of by yourself, like, not even looking into. Because I've thought of that for a while. Man, I'm not that proactive. Let me see. What have I, what have I been like? Oh, yeah. Um, Give me a second. Yeah, uh, I do think there's a chance that Usopp dies. See, I think it's Zoro. You think Zoro dies? I think think Usopp dies because, oh, he's always running. He's always scared. And at the end of the day, he's going to be a true brave man of the sea and make the ultimate sacrifice for his crew. Well, so here's the thing. I don't see that happening because we still never got our Zoro moment. We still never got our Zoro moment. Sanji got a moment. Usopp's moment is him meeting his father and like having a, having that talk. That is their moment. They never had the Zoro moment in Wano. 
Like there is the whole big thing. People believe that like, oh, Green Bull is Zoro's father. That's another th- uh, theory that's out there. That's that, not happening. That's, that's not, not happening. And I don't want it to be true because that's like bullshit. And that's another Shonen wank. Like, oh, everybody got to be family of like the strongest people. You know, it's like have people be in their own right, have their own strength. But um, I believe it's Zoro because he, because of the whole thriller bark, like sacrificing for Luffy. There's nobody else that I truly think would actually give themselves up for Luffy. Sanji had his big moment with Whole Cake Island and like him discovering himself and why he wants to be on the crew. And like all these other people, they've had their moments. Zoro's moment was the nothing happened moment. So I think that's why he's going to be the one that like he would give his life for Luffy. Yeah. He's the one. He's really he's the only OG who really truly never left Luffy's side. Never. Out of the original like four of them or five of them. And would give his life for Luffy. In yeah. yeah, and anytime there's like any I don't know, insubordination, he like sets he puts people in line. He is legit a legitimate vice captain. Yeah. Uh so I could see that happening. Um I've- there's, I mean, this is another one, but it's not really a theory, but it's just like kind of sad to think about is like how Brooke is going to be the only one to outlive the rest of them. What's his deal? Can he truly not die? He's been alive for like, like 50 something years, you know? I know. That's not like crazy. He's still like normal human age. I mean, he's, he's, you know, older he's than not like a thousand years old. Stuff. Right. He, he was, he was before Roger became Pirate King. I know. He's younger than the Giants. Yeah, they're all like a hundred years old. So I, I don't know, but um, from everything we've seen, I think probably with hockey you could probably kill him, and like his whole devil fruit is his soul. So I feel like if you kill like the soul king version of him, you could probably kill him. Right. But like if we're talking about like waiting it out, I think he probably is immortal. Right. Um, that would be interesting. That'll be interesting because, you know, he's got to see Laboon, but Laboon's a whale. How long do whales live? Are they going to leave it open-ended? Will One Piece end with us seeing, like, what happens years after the series ends? Or will it end and just be, like, open-ended? I think it would be, like, Luffy's death, like how Roger died. Do you think Luffy would be executed? I don't think executed, but I think he would die. Like Of old age or what? Well, you know how, like, Gear Second, like, took off, like, he said, like, every time it takes off 10 years of, like, his life. I think that would be, that would catch up to he him. He said that? He's been doing, is since Eni's Lobby. That's, that's he, what it's been. He uses it, it Gear take, Second all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why. I so think he should be dead die. by now. He's going to die every, younger. He should be dead. He should be negative, like, 100 But also old. humans in One Piece live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like, like Dr. Korea. Yep. Uh, and, like. Like Whitebeard too. He's supposed to be a couple hundred years. Oh, Whitebeard was seventy-two at the time of his death, which I don't like. Which is something I don't like because he's old man Whitebeard, but he's like Big Mom's age, or he's like a few years older than Big Mom. Yeah. And they talk about him being like out of his prime and shit, but then Big Mom is in her prime. Well, I know the Goros say like all the Goros say are supposed to be a hundred something. So what's their deal? Let's talk about let's talk about the Goros say real quick. One of them is holding what appears to be one of the great blades. The monk looking dude. Do you think they can go? Can they go? Can they fight? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, just like how I said, like with dragon, it's like everybody that holds a position of power in one piece ha- is powerful themselves. You know, even if they're not like God tier, you know, like, right. Top well, that's why I'm wondering, like they're still, they're still up there. And at, like same with one piece too it's like old men are crazy strong mm-hmm. so it's nothing it, it's nothing to like think of and they are the people that are through what we've seen with emu they are the people that were supposed to execute uh vivi you know if mm-hmm. if that happened you know like uh, so they're barking orders at a kainu Something we don't really see. And he seems a little rebellious, but he does follow their orders. Do you think they're stronger than a Kainu? 
Combined? Probably. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Because, like, a kind of could take on, like, five vice captains. So you, or five yeah. vice admirals. So you think they're, like, do you think they're flirting with, like, admiral level strength? Yeah. I would think so. I would think that they would, they themselves would either had to be former admirals or they were at another position in the Navy and they like, well, I assume they're celestial dragons. You see, I don't really think that because they are all, they are all like their inspiration are like the guy with the patch. He's supposed to be like Gorbachev from Russia. And they all have like real life counterparts, right? With like historical, not even leaders, because like the guy with the sword you were talking about, just political he's to be figures. like Gandhi. But yeah, like pretty much. So I think it's more so they held a, another top position like that, and that's how they made the Gorosei. You know, just like how the emperors were made. You know, after Roger. You know, like it's a position that was probably made for them you know do you think the world government and the founders of the world government are from the planet where one piece takes place and do you think emu is a human yes because there's a lot of moon speak about one piece and i kind of don't really like it because like if the last arc were to take place in the moon do you know how fucking crazy that would be (laughs) like we have been charting legit charting like people have made like geographical maps of their destination on this big world if it doesn't have to do with the world that's why a lot of people didn't really like skypeo because it was his own separated arc that didn't have any like output into the rest of the world which all the other arcs had Mm -hmm. and uh I think that would be the same thing if they went to the moon and they had their big thing on the moon. It's like, how would that affect the rest of the world, which is the biggest thing in One Piece? Every time after a major arc, all we want to see is how is the rest of the world affected or how did they hear the news and how is that going on? If it takes place on the moon, do you know how fucking retarded that would be? Like, I I don't know. It's just the whole thing is about not even, uh, not even so much connecting the world but like piecing it together with all these different people that we've seen throughout our journey and how some major news dropping affects them you know mm-hmm. well we know with the anel backs or cover stories that there are like little little minions on the moon and i don't think too much of it uh i don't think they're from the moon for sure but I'm wondering, like, what the deal was. The Void Century, which we have sort of glossed over throughout this whole podcast. And I don't know. Do you have a specific idea of what happened in the Void Century? Uh, no, but this goes into... Let me let me go into the done piece. All right. Okay, yes, yes, please. Or the please. denies lobby. Because this is <laughs> one of the... This is one of the biggest thing. And yes, the, one of the biggest main points of this theory is putting the D, the D in everybody's name, in front of in front of One Piece and Innie's Lobby. So the most major point of this is that the One Piece is in Innie's Lobby, that big hole. You know how Innie's Lobby is over it? That it's in there and it actually denies Lobby. Like it denies pirates to go into there. You know? And... Mm. The whole major thing is, like, this started with, I think it was, like, Skypea with the whole Jaya and, um, what's the other island called? Like, the Sky one. Shandora? Skypea? Sky Island. Skypea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Sky- Skypea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I keep on thinking that as just, like, Sky Island. Yeah. But, um, so if you put them together, that makes a skull. And the skull has one eye. No, no, it has one eye on the right and then it has an open one on the left which is a big thing with everybody having a left scar uh garp like luffy rayleigh zoro yeah all of them you could probably uh, there's probably like 10 more i forgot that have scars on their For sure. blackbeard he has the scar right there um the the points that i 
kind of didn't really like well it had to do with uh what you were talking about it wasn't that the people of the void century they weren't from space but that they were actually from the skies like from the sky people because they, they were, have those astronaut helmets on too that's why that's another reason why yeah exactly so i forget the major detail well that was pretty much all the major major details but um pretty much the point is that like we have already seen yeah wait no 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 the one thing i want to talk about this that like i've i saw before like even it was like confirmed with luffy's devil fruit it talked a lot about the sun god nika before that was even in play with luffy you know like and i kind of i kind of do want to like there's this whole video from ohara that's like I, I heard about it through like the forums, but like there's this uh because it's a Japanese forum and it's like this Japanese guy that has a, a manifesto about this, like that's probably been like ten like ten years in the making. The the video is probably good to go to. I'll probably I don't know if you wanna like link it. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's his name? O'Hara. I'll link in our social medias. So you're telling me though. So yeah, Jaya. If you if it fell from the sky, it would form a skull, um, and it's how, something similar I, with the way in these. Can I show? Up. Can I show pictures? I I don't really use Zoom that oh, much. That's interesting. Off. I've never tried it. All right, we're back. I pulled up this video. Uh, Connor was referring to uh, the best One Piece theory you'll ever watch by O'Hara. Um. So what 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 were you getting into before we uh, took a break to? set this up so pretty much that this is like this is a theory that believe i I think he's still going with the new recent like discoveries in the new chapters he's been like making this theory for a long long time and that pretty much we've already seen like where the one piece is and what it's all about but we haven't really been like it's been subtly like in front of us this whole time, you know, that type of thing, which I kind of, I kind of do like, and I don't because I do think that the whole experience of one piece is the new adventure, the new, like what's next. But then there are a lot of points in this that I was very, very like taken by because like, it's there, there are some things where it's like, only way to disprove this is by one piece ending because there's a lot of like compelling right. things to that's a lot theory. of thing about that's a lot of things about one piece where it's like all these debates people have like who's stronger the admirals or yonko this and that at the end of the day we won't know until the end until we have hardcore concrete evidence and maybe even then we won't know and that just yeah. goes to show how good of a writer he is where it's like you know shows like dragon ball z or, or other things it's like I think this power scaling in One Piece is very good. Yeah, but, and but part I, of it, part but of also, it, it's not as hard as people perceive not, it. You know, it's not because he's put together like a system, a system, but also that. But system it's also not obvious. It's not set in stone as much right. as other shows, where it's like I don't even know. Like, I, I mean, with like, like Dragon Saiyan, Ball, there's not really like. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but it's like it's like the uh, the Akatsuki and Naruto, where it's like the group itself is supposed to be like up there, but um, like some members just completely could take out the rest of the squad, you know. So I th- I think of that sort of in terms of One Piece, and I think with feats alone, you could. I feel like you could definitely say that a person is stronger. Like people, sometimes people don't like the power scale in one piece because it's more about the, the tale and the journey. But honestly, the main thing that was the biggest, like, I think the biggest thing that like stopped or kind of ruined power scaling in one piece like for a while was the addition of hockey because at a point it was just like oh logia's oh it, the admirals are the strongest you right. know 
there's no way getting around that. And that was the biggest like power scaling thing you could say. And then you would just be like, oh, like at, at, at a certain point you would think, oh, Garp is nothing compared to these admirals, you know, like mm-hmm. they, he, he could do He's nothing. He's a vice admiral. I feel like hockey gave everybody sort of a fighting chance, you know, like where you could say that matchup isn't as one-to-one, you know, compared to like Dragon Ball where it's like, oh yeah, you could say, I don't know, like Cell Jr. versus like somebody from the Ginyu squad. <laughs> Cell Jr. still going to wipe yeah. them. Yeah. Right. No, it's more Just because of similar, how scaling goes. And similar to JoJo where it's like, it's about matchups at the end of the day. Exactly. For a lot and of for a lot of things. But there is there's still that gap. Definitely. Yeah. I, it, it it's I, I would say one piece is way less more matchup based like sh- strategical fight like because at the end of the day like uh it is pretty much who's exhorting more power and like more energy into their attacks like if if we really get into it. I mean, besides, I've kind of been spoiled on, like, the whole Gear 5th fight. But bes- besides that, like, it's always been, like, uh, I don't know, like a struggle of power between people. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, people can pu- push out fights. Like, you could pull one, like a like a Luffy and Katakuri, even though people didn't really like that, and they felt like, oh, he was, he got the shonen stroke of the century. Yeah, I still feel like that's the whole narrative of One Piece and their fights. Like other shows, like Dragon Ball and Naruto, it's the fights that are in the foreground, in the story, in the background. One Piece is very much the fights are in the background, and the story is so much in the foreground. You know. Like the mm-hmm. story to the fight is way more than the actual fight that we are given, you know, and that's yeah, and just that's, the, that's just that, the story. Look up any One Piece fight; most of them are under like three minutes. The coolest stuff you see is like a minute blurb, like Big yeah. Mom versus Kaido. You see that for like ten seconds. There's probably a few panels in the manga. Um, yeah. Akainu versus Aokiji. You don't see it. It's not important. To the Definitely. to the overall Bulgan story, what's important is you know what happened. You, you know what this happened was the victor. You know what this the difference in, in powers. Yes. Like with, like how we just said, Dragon Ball and Naruto take out the fights. Awful shows, awful shows. If we go by uh, story alone, awful is a stretch. I feel neither of them are in my top ten, but I yeah. feel. <laughs> I mean, we were just hyping up the Frieza saga at the top of this. I feel like it's a Frieza saga is good, but in comparison to other stories, it's very vague. You do need like, the fighting. You do need the fight. You, I mean, you, do you need do the need fighting, the and the whole thing is scaling up. But then once they scale up, that's where the story just goes to shit because it goes like, oh, we are fighting the Galactic Emperor, which is Frieza, and he is supposed to be the strongest being. Oh, he believes he's perfection. And then where do you go from that? Uh, like uh, engineered next perfect being. Where do you go from that? A primordial evil creature that wipes out universes. Like it, it's more the scaling that I feel like is a detriment to the story. For know? sure. For sure. But yeah, that's go on. why with. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just with one piece, it's just different in that regards where it's like, yeah, Yonko. Like all these titles, they matter in fights. People can squeeze them out, like like Luffy, mm-hmm. you know. Right, right. And we sort of saw some stuff in the latest chapter that I won't get into that would sort of back what you just said. Um, is there anything else you you'd want to? Any other theory or any other mystery you would like to tackle before we go? Uh, of course, you're welcome to come back on at any time. Yeah, we need to get we need to get this this kid Angel out there because uh, <laughs> he's he's told me some theories that I was just like, do you even watch the show? <laughs> yeah. But um, any other theories? He's, he's the guy who made that crocodile Luffy's mom theory. <laughs> um, 
if uh, it's not really a theory, but like a thing I want to put out there. Like before Wano, I never thought Luffy would be the strongest character in One Piece. But um, from the recent things, I think that there's no doubt in my mind that by the end of the series, he's going to be the strongest uh, character in One Piece. Ever? Due to, the, due to his hockey and his spirit alone. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that was holding him back in, in comparison to all these top tiers in the, in the universe is his devil fruit. And now that that's taken care of, there's nothing that I feel like could hold him back from taking that one uh, number one spot from mm -hmm. Roger, whoever. And even if even if that theory of Roger having the same devil fruit, I believe Luffy would surpass. Him. I just wish they uh, the timeline of the story went a little quicker, where it's it's not like oh they were in here for one day, they were here for a week. It's like no, I want Luffy to be like. You know, 25 years into the story, I'd like Luffy to at least be like five years into the story and not, oh, we were pre-time skip was like a few months and then we came back from the time yeah. skip and now we've been on the sea for another few months and now I'm, now I'm about to be the yeah, uncle. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's my only gripe with that. But if it was like, oh, by the time Luffy hits like the age of 45 or something, he's the strongest in the verse, that I don't mind. I guess. I mean, this is a spoiler I got spoiled on. I I haven't seen, but like you could confirm it. I I've already heard this. But doesn't he kill Kaido? Like we're not sure yet. Okay. We're all uh, right. Honest to God, we do not we do got you know, it's one piece, man. But it's like insinuated, no right? Like that's that's why her it's like they think pe people think he's going to come back, but it's like kind of insinuated that he doesn't he kill anybody though. Like Luffy doesn't kill people. Exactly. Exactly. Why would that's, he start, why, that's why I was like, why would he just start with shirt. like Kaido? Yeah, no, no, get out of here. No, I don't think Kaido's dead, but I don't know how Kaido will serve the rest of the story. And I know Kaido was looking for a place to die. That's how he's introduced. Exactly. That's, that, so that was my main thing. I was thinking, like, what would he do if he didn't kill him? And here's I a don't theory know, I heard. Like, what's happening? Here's a theory I heard that looks like is not going to play out. Uh, the Straw Hats would get away. Uh, another foe would show up on Wano, ready to fight the Straw Hats. And out of respect to Luffy, Kaido would take on that foe so that the Straw Hats could get away. Doesn't look like it's going that way, but. That would Why be a good way for that? him to vote. Because even, if, even to somebody that he respected, which is Odin, he still killed him. I know. You know, so he's, I know, still, but he he's still a scumbag. I don't think he would <sighh> he would do the change of heart thing. You know, that's the still, thing. I he think he's a scumbag, but I don't know if man. he's a total scumbag. I don't know if he's a total scumbag. I think he's like 75% there. I think it's more 80. I think it's it's <laughs> it's like he'll give a person leeway, but he wouldn't directly help help them, you know, with yeah. the whole thing. Because I'm just basing this off of Odin. He's he's stated that he that's did a, no, that's a good counter argument. That is a good counter argument. Because if he respected him, he still like he did the time and he still shot him in the head. So I don't think he would ever help Luffy out, you know. You're right. You're right. He doesn't. He doesn't really respect his own word. You're like right. His word isn't a bond. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Kaido. I I tried to vouch for you. <laughs> Not over yeah, here. Your, your actions speak louder than than words, though. Uh. But Sweet yeah. Like motherfucker. We could probably we could probably wrap this up, Connor. You're welcome to come back. We obviously left a lot of meat on the bone. Uh. Definitely yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll look into that other theory that I was talking about because this was like probably like a year or two removed of might me be a, like yeah might watching be a, that video exactly and there might be some things that like because I do remember them talking about the sun god Nika but there that might that part might be done for now that Luffy got the fruit so right I gotta I gotta look into it more yeah and that might be its own whole pod by itself 
and we'll definitely have on uh we'll have you we'll connect you with the other guys on this show too i'm sure they have a lot to say they'll have a lot to say when they listen to this and we'll get them on next time and it will be a it'll be a fatal five way um, I'll make sure to, you know, I'm finishing part seven of JoJo right now. Yes, I'll, yes, yes. We'll, make, we'll, make sure to, I think I'm going to reread all of Mono. I was thinking of just doing Onikashima, but I kind of want to see, like, things I've missed, you know, just from, like, the land of Wano itself. Yeah. All right, so you're, did you finish part seven? No, I just started. Oh, you just started it. What do you think of part six? My Without brother, spoiling... What do you think about? I never, six? I never finished part six. I'm waiting until the anime. Oh my gosh! I guess, I guess it's okay. I guess because I, because okay. hear me out. I don't want to wait three years for part seven anime. You know, it's gonna be, take like two or three. For sure, at at least. So I'm not gonna wait that long for for the manga, but I could wait a couple months for the anime. Especially part seven in particular. Yeah. Like I recommend people read six too. But seven, especially, like, it's just beautiful looking. I've always beautiful looking. I've always said this to Christian, like, uh, with the art books that we have, like, the part seven pages always, like, he peaked. Draw he peaked me at in. part seven. And it's always the like, even part eight, like, some of the art isn't even up to quality because of exactly. the environment around, like, he puts them in. In part seven, like, looks crazy they're just the most aesthetically pleasing characters like johnny and gyro are both very aesthetically pleasing uh but yeah i'll i'm looking forward to hearing you talk about part seven i wonder where you'll have jojo on your all-time list after you after you finish part seven it's up there it's definitely it's up there it's i like it better than Nen in terms of the power system it's the it's og a, it's really it's the og one. of like when it comes to like complex uh, legitimate systems in anime in terms of like power stands are right up there stands are one of the founding fathers but connor that'll do it for today i I thank you for joining me and uh guys please subscribe follow us on richie and mecco connection on instagram follow our tiktok this i'm not sure when we're dropping this on connection media presents we will have a bunch of vince mcmahon news broke yesterday and we're going to cover that with the wrestling guys uh besides that thank you for listening and uh, thanks again to